Welcome back to another episode. This is the second one in a row of Meet the Creatives. And on the last one, I had them introduce themselves, but I thought was really cool. And I'm doing the same thing for you. Tell me your, your story, and we'll go from there. It's just a conversation. <laughs> my name is Mary Halabani. I am a student at Brooklyn College. I just finished my freshman year, and I'm the incoming president for a club called Stuck in the Library, which is a literary magazine. Um, the reason why I got involved in it is because I really appreciate the fact that there's a creative sphere on my campus and I kind of use that as an outlet to get out love any, Brooklyn I love, love Brooklyn, Brooklyn College. There are so many opportunities. Brooklyn, yeah, it was good. You did. <laughs> you did. No, it was an amazing talk. And you were really nervous. Like I saw you jittering. I was like, why is he jittering? He's doing amazing. Like you kept saying, you were like, oh my gosh, I'm talking a lot. And I was like, no, keep talking like you're doing great story of my life no it's fine like I need caffeine to function so I joined the club as a space for creative people to just come together and I know that a lot of people are shy um, and because of the generational thing where everyone's just on their phones 24 7 it's kind of hard for people to communicate with each other and I find this a really good way for creative people that are kind of uncomfortable with getting out of where they are to kind of come together and interact with each other and yeah, I love me. This is like this is perfect. This is what I wanted. Like I just love creative people coming together. So that was the entire idea of the club is just to get creative people together and to get them to express themselves and share ideas and inspire each other. And I'm constantly surrounded by my club and everyone in it. The vice president, editor in chief, like everyone is just amazing when it comes to inspiring and getting. Yeah, I mean I'm relatively new, but they're very accepting. And yeah. I did, for some context, uh, for people that are new to my podcast, uh, I spoke at Brooklyn College along with another panel of uh, some amazing people, some of whom are coming on the podcast, uh, AKQA. Coming up <laughs> um, so one of the things I really liked about it was that like everyone at Brooklyn College, this is not an ad, by the way, I really like, I like it, yeah, come to Brooklyn College, 1-800-Brooklyn, eight, 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 no, um, I, one of the things I really liked was that everyone was like super like attentive and like very like focused and like no one was like really on their phones and everyone like was paying attention. Um, and then, you, you know, I know that there's like a lot going on there in terms of like what I like about that college is that you guys are actually trying to make it very practical. And I think there's still a lot of brick and mortar schools that kind of just have this thing of like, well, you know, then you do your resume and then you go to you know, monster.com. You guys are really trying to like pave the way forward for that. Uh, what was it about like the starting this project that kind of like piqued your curiosity? Because like I I know that because like you're kind of just like coming up in it, right? But like why did you feel at such a young age? You're how old again? Eighteen, 18 years old, crushing yeah. <laughs> the fucking game. Uh, I, I was I was like, wait, can I can I listen to your podcast? I was like, wait, no, it's my podcast. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry to her mom. Um, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, what's up, what's up, mom? She was talking about you. She says she says good things. She's cool. I'm a cool mom. Yeah. Uh, so what was it about? Like you know, 18 years old. Like you're already sending the elevator back down, which is so amazing. I almost said rad, but I I feel like no, you can't be in dumb. You can't say Dumbo. You can't be in Dumbo and say rad. There's just a level at which you're just breaking the hipster meter, and I, I don't want to do that. Maybe not. <laughs> like all right, We're, it's lit. This yeah, it's totally lit. Yes, yes, I love it. What, so, Brooklyn College is lit. Why did you, why did you feel inclined to kind of help people at such a young age? Like, what made you want to do that? I think more than anything, it was helping myself. Like, I really needed an outlet to just 
let everything out and that was mine too don't feel bad like when I meet people I love sharing and like telling them about the club and like I ask them I'm like hey do you happen to be a writer hey do you happen to be a poet like and then I explain the club and everything that it's about and like my friend for example I met this girl in art class and she seemed like an artsy person she seemed like a sweet beautiful creative girl shout out to Sam at old soul Sam on Instagram yeah (laughs) she seemed like a really cute girl and I said hey by any chance are you a writer and she said yeah that's funny like I actually write poetry and she published in this magazine and she was really happy and she had no idea that this magazine existed and just seeing that one person light up from getting their work published from something that they're so invested in something that they love like once you write a piece it is you that piece of poetry is you. So once she actually got it published and she had a piece of herself, she felt better about herself. And she loves the club and like she loved the publication event and just coming in. And that makes me feel really good. And I, I'm just dying to spread that to like all of Brooklyn College. And I want to show everyone what this club is. Because to me, this is my heart and soul and this club is my child and I just want everyone to know about it. I think in the past, the club has been very structural and there have been, there are still like lots of rules and, and certain criteria that people have to beat. Like we do have, We publish quarterly, so we have two magazines per semester, and one of them is poetry-based, so that lets anyone contribute any pieces that they have, and another one is based on prompts. Um, I love the idea of having pieces based on prompts because it gets writers to kind of get out of their comfort zone and come up with new material, but at the same time, I feel like it is kind of restrictive for the people that want to also just stick with poetry and poetry on its own. Um, So I I don't know what I'm going to do in the future with that, but it's just been something that's been on my mind. I don't know, in general, I think everything's great. It's a great club. The only thing right now that I'm working on is expansion because I think that, like, in my eyes, this club is perfect and it's everything I've ever wanted. And it was already set up by, yeah, it was already set up by two great people. Shout out to Yako Fressler and Paula Kindy um, for, yeah, Yako started the club and then Paula took over and now I'm taking over based on the structure that they've both built for the club. And I love it, and I think it's perfect, and, and this is all I could ever have dreamt for coming into college, so, yeah. What's so funny about you is that, and it kind of like reminds me of myself, which is kind of a gross thing to say, but like, but uh, what's so endearing about you, and it's actually kind of like me. No, uh, <laughs> yeah, just, narciss- just two narcissistic people with a mic hanging, hanging out on the lawn in Dublin. No, uh, what's so like funny about you is that like you're uh you kind of have these two i've realized in our very limited time together so, thus far that you have these kind of two things you have like insane optimism but also kind of like this um this very <laughs> she's about to drop the mic after this next one uh but you have like this insane optimism about you but you also kind of uh kind of pull from both sides and you also have this kind of like um very black and white it it is it is just so a little like maybe like morbid on the same way though yeah yeah Yeah. that's cool i feel like it's just the reality check like once you have like once you can say that you have morbid thoughts it just means that you've thought about life a lot and you can see it from both extremes right well as somebody like who's like so i'm curious to know because it's like i i i'm like oh i was just 18 recently i'm like i'm like actually no that's not true now like, uh, like, how do you kind of pull from both sides? And, like, how do you plan to use that to kind of navigate life after college? Because I think that that's a really good... Oh, that's a really great question. I don't even have any fucking notes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, like, how do you kind of, like... Because there's always that through line. Like, for me, it's, like, my enthusiasm. And then, like, every once in a while, discipline shows up. And when they come together, it's quite nice. For you, I think that kind of, like, perspective on, like, on life and also that optimism is really great. How are you going to use that to kind of navigate life after school? 
Thank you. That's great. Um, I think it's just important to know when to look at both extremes. When there's something great happening in your life, I don't think you should just brush it off. I think you should cherish it, which I know is like really savvy and cheesy to say, but I think it's the honest truth, especially for someone that is kind of like wayward and doesn't know where they are. Once they tell themselves that I am an optimist, I am a happy person, they start believing it and they start appreciating life more. So if you tell yourself that you're a boss and you tell yourself you're going to kick ass every day, it's just going to get you closer and closer to where you want to be. And I honestly don't know where I want to be. I want to do something that obviously makes me happy every day and I currently work in a politician's office. Shout out to Chaim Deitch, District 48. <laughs> um, I'm doing a lot of shout outs today. I just love, yeah, it's, yeah, I love Zoran Love. Um, yeah, thanks. Um, but the reason why I love working there is because I like first handedly seeing people being helped and being assisted and working in an office where all they do all day is help people is inspiring to me and that's what motivates me. So I long to do something similar and like something maybe in the political science field or something in the field where I can just bring awareness to things that other people haven't seen previously. And I think that district concerns are one thing, um, personal concerns with individuals that feel like they don't know what they're doing and expressing it through poetry is another and there are so many different ways to express it and stuck in library is just the beginning and hopefully so, yeah and like fired up, like, you. Like, <laughs> thank you yeah. thank you and I think stuck in library is a big step for people and once they start writing it kind of pushes them forward and says wow I got I got published in a magazine what else can I do like yeah. you know it's great You're gonna Take over the world. Like, I, really, I really feel this way. So, okay, so I'm curious to know this. I actually, weirdly enough, just got back from Huge, where I used, this ice place I went to just here. Yeah, that's a huge deal. We were actually just joking around about that on their podcast, too. But I remember, like, it's kind of funny that I, I found them, and then I met some people through that network, and then kind of, like, ended up here, because I kind of, like, I'm a big believer. You kind of just, like, put it out there, and then you kind of end yeah. up here. I think I would have ended up here anyway, sort of thing. Um... How are you determining like where you're looking for places? Like like what I kind of just like stumbled into it. I really truly feel like I just kind of stumbled into it. Where are you looking and and when you have like a wide open road in front of you, how do you know where to go? Honestly, navigation is difficult for everyone, myself included. Um, but I think again, like what you said, putting yourself out there is really important and I think the second you put yourself out there, like you see all the opportunities in front of you. I think a really thing, important thing to understand is that opportunities aren't given to you. You have to go out and find them and you have to actively seek for them. And the way to do that is just showing people what you're all about. The second you tell people about all of your passions and your interests, they like sometimes my friends will say, oh, like I didn't know you were interested in like, let's say I, I like, I think of myself as a mentor to other students. Um, I'm not saying that in like an arrogant way. I, I just like guiding people that no, like, like that need help. No, 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 that's no. <laughs> um, but I like helping people when like, let's say they're like my friends, not just like random people. Um, so my friend was like, hey, you know, that's really funny that you said that there's a peer mentor, peer mentor program at Brooklyn College. I think it's great. You went to RCC. Oh, my gosh. My best friend goes there. Shout out to Bailey Cohn. Um, yeah, that's the connection. So um, finding connections and understanding what you're passionate about and what you want to look forward to. For networking, like, do you have any plans in terms of, like, who you want to talk to? Or, like, what are, like, what are your thoughts? Like, like, what's your game plan? I'm not going to tell you if it's right or wrong. You, you say what it is, and then maybe people can give you feedback or, like, or, or whatever. But, like, what's your plan for going out there and meeting people? How are you going to break in? 
I mean, for starters, just like going to panels. Thanks. <laughs> like going to panels, such as yeah. um, I think it was based off of social media yeah. or in that field. Um, I'm really interested in pe meeting people from social media because yeah. I think that those people kind of work on the same goal as I do in terms of expressing yourself. Yeah. So, and yeah, and community for sure. Really? Yeah. I just started using Facebook. Yeah. I don't really use it that no, much. I mean the oh. Yeah. No, they're very like. That's great. Okay, wow. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, just making connections with people that have the same interests as you do. And I think how to do so, you're right, is like a very big jam-packed question. Um, but for starters, just like I knew that at the social media panel, there would be a lot of people that were interested in the field as well as actual professionals. Was I? No, in a good way. You were like, hi, how's it going? Like, really great. Like, let's be friends. Like, was, that's like, great, yeah. Because, good, though, because you, you have to put yourself out there because that's what people... Thank you. And I left early because yeah. I had work. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. My, I have a high, I'm up there high on the meter. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but for that panel, I knew there would be a lot of like-minded individuals, so I built connections with those professionals and just general students. Yeah. And the second you talk about it with them, like I know that one girl was also interested in BuzzFeed and she was just talking about her plans for it, I was discussing my plans for it. Um, and she gave me new ideas that I wasn't thinking about in the past and I did the same to her in terms of like positions and, and where we wanna go in the future with them, how it would benefit us. So I think just, why BuzzFeed? I just love, I think it's a great corporation. I know that it's huge and I know how there's many different, like tasty, and I, I know there's like a bunch of different channels with it. And it's so, like I love the clickbait aspect. I love how you can just draw someone's attention in two seconds with a title. Yeah, um, and I watch them. I am not, I have her card, um, but I'm not. Because that was, she told me that they are very, um, competitive when it comes to resumes and I don't think I had the strongest I really didn't have the strongest resume because I made it myself and yeah. I've, I should have like went to a place to got uh, yeah <laughs> yeah for sure yeah <laughs> I know I do I have to like uh, my, my friends helping me with my resume it's like fun I too. think I think for that and I think this is gonna be something that like you know if your Brooklyn people listen to this and the, the Brooklyn people shout out Brooklyn College when you guys listen to this, a huge distinct that huge thing is and it's really I'm really happy to, to hear you say that and that uh, because I can point this out, like again, kind of like how I talked about at that at that talk about expectancy versus expectations. I think it might be really great, not even necessarily like with her, but just to kind of open up a dialogue with like several people from BuzzFeed and say like, I know I'm not ready yet. I'm not asking for it. I'm literally not asking for anything other than help me get there. Just ask them how. Meet them. Be friends with them. Just be like, hey, hey, person from BuzzFeed. Let's just you know, let's go to Anthropology and maybe get Starbucks and you know. <laughs> I don't know what you would do after that. Like maybe like go walk in Dumbo, but yeah. But just like start like make make friendships. Like that's my best advice for you. It's just like it's just and utilize your resources. Yeah. I think a big thing is that um, on campus there are a lot of resources available for students. And I think since there are so many, sometimes students are overwhelmed and decide that they should just shouldn't use any of them. Like there's a center that helps build resumes, and that's something that I should definitely take advantage of. I feel like the world is so much more kind and people are so much more empathetic than people give it credit for because they like they they read the news you know like if we were going inside right now and like turn on the news there's like something like it's like cnn and it's terrible and you know donald trump's like destroying the world and like you know, he might be but like you know there's it's all bad news but we're out here in this like public park like everything is like perspective uh -huh. 
and it's on how you choose to look at it. Like you could be like, well, I'm not good enough, so I'm gonna put that in the back burner. Or you could just like go go to people and like let. I got a bad rule for you. Fake it until you become it. This is from my friend Claude oh, Silver. Okay. okay, so this is from Claude Silver, my friend from VaynerMedia. She has this thing called uh, fake it until you become it. So faking it until you, until you make it implies that you like just made it. You just made it to the fountain. You know what I mean? Like, like making it implies that like you just like just made it. But fake it until you become it means until like not only did you make it to the fountain, but you like become the water. You like you are. But it's but it's true. It sounds like very meta and very heady when I first heard it. Like at first brush, I was kind of like, eh. like. But then when I listened back to it, it's like, yeah, that's true. Cool. This has been really amazing and really awesome. Uh, it's been fun. I think we're gonna be like best friends. All right. Uh, so uh, where can people find you? This is your time. I like to call this shameless self promotion time. You can promote your your personal Instagram. You can uh, whatever whatever you want. Anything. I'm not looking to promote myself. I'm looking to promote. No, I'm looking to promote my club. But in the event that you'd like to follow me, my Instagram is Mario Bro, spelled M-A-R-Y-O-B-R-O, like the Mario Brothers. A lot yes. of people don't. I put it in my bio, like it's me, Mario, because yes. my name is Mary. Um, but most importantly, if you'd love to support and keep up with Second Library and everything it does, I think our biggest. Um, the best way to find us would be through Instagram at Stuck in the Library, and we also have a Facebook account, which is at Stuck in the Library. Um, and our Twitter is also stuck in the library. Um, I think there might be a different name for it, honestly. I don't run the Twitter account. I do run the Instagram and Facebook accounts if you'd ever like to contact me. Um, and don't be shy. Just reach out. Because sure. if you're interested. Yeah, Brooklyn College should. Because this is. They, they had it when I, when I said, uh, I jokingly said, I was like, please follow me to Creators NY because that's how I. I said some some line like, I base my self esteem off of how many followers I have on Instagram, which I, I, I said like kind of like, I said kind of facetiously, and also like it's also kind of like the truth at the same time. And literally, I got out of Brooklyn College, and I was like, wow, that went really great. I wonder how things are going on Instagram, and if anybody did it. And I had like 56 friend requests. I swear to God, like everyone in the audience. Again, yeah, holla! All right, this has been amazing. All right. I don't know why I put the peace sign. Like you're like I'm still sitting here, Rob. All right. Or I'm just gonna awkwardly.